0: Welcome to the Awakening Podcast. You can find all our episodes on awakeningpodcast.org. We're also on Bitchute and Rumble. You'll find the links in the podcast description. I'm also a podcasting coach because i got four other podcasts. And four of them getting to the top half percent with meditation, learn Polish, crypto, and speaking podcasts. You'll find everything on bio.link forward slash podcaster. My guest today, pharmacist by degree, deep transformational coach by life experience. Please welcome Colton Hall.
1: Hey, hey, i really glad to be here. So, I mean,
0: you're we're a pharmacist, probably still are a pharmacist, because once you qualify, you, you are, but you might just <laughs> kind of tell us your journey.
1: Okay, sure. I'll give you a long story, or a, a short story, The a short version. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing, I'm still doing some pharmacy to pay the bills right now, some compounding, but, uh, you know, the story is essentially that... I was drinking every day, you know, heavily since I was like 14, uh, started having like really, really bad anxiety in my early twenties. I I even had to go to the hospital, like after this, like drinking bender after my fifth year in college, you know, just like, just crazy. Like really, really a lot of just consumed by suffering. Like I just, and in the next 10 years, like I couldn't even really function without medications, you know, antidepressants and. Volume mainly. I had to take volume a couple times a day just to like function. Especially those last few years of that like kind of decade time period, um, it was just completely debilitating. It's like, or either that, I would have to have like six plus drinks just to even relax enough to feel like I could even interact with people in public. It was really crazy. So uh, yeah, it was really bad. I mean, I can't imagine like it's hard to even remember like or imagine that I used to be like that now because it's been over five years since i've been on medications or been like that or experienced anything like that so yeah it's crazy man it's just it's it's been something like you know it's i always say it's like it's something about the the suffering like once we suffer enough you know it's it pushes us to wake up and like seek and <laughs> and all of that uh, you know i mean you can also wake up out of maybe inspiration but usually it's because of desperation i think or you know just you hit your, I call it, I like, I hit my threshold of suffering. So that was it. I mean, I left a little over five years ago. I just like left the country, left my job, you know, managing a pharmacy for Kroger at the time for quite a few years and ran into another pharmacist that was sharing his own like journey from healing himself. Uh, And a big part of that was breath work. Uh, So it's, it was just crazy how that happened. You know, and I just, I knew it was like a week after I'd left the country. I just knew I had to start over. I knew I had to heal myself. I knew I had to, and I knew I could do that, even though I didn't really know why I knew that, you know, um, and I knew I had to help others like after that. So I needed to unlearn, start over, relearn everything. So that was a little over five years ago. I spent some time in Southeast Asia the first few years. It's, it's been crazy, man. It's quite the journey. Very rewarding though, absolutely. Lots of magic, lots of challenges, lots of craziness. Can't really put words to this stuff.
0: <laughs> and like fourteen, what was that kind of major? Get deep into alcohol at that age?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, it didn't. It seemed pretty normal, actually. I don't know why. I mean, we kids start uh, younger and younger these days, especially, but. yeah it didn't seem like much of a big deal I don't think I really knew like at the time as well that I was numbing like feelings and all this stuff you know like maybe I wasn't getting you know the things that I actually needed right Um, from parents and you know life and stuff like this like the stuff you're not aware of right you're you're numbing stuff and you don't realize you're numbing stuff right I think that's kind of why it started like that and I like the first time I drank I was like oh shit like without thinking about it I was like oh I don't I don't feel any of that shit anymore. I'm like all good now. And then I just kept doing it every day for the next 18 years. I'm not exaggerating. I mean, I maybe took a few days off a year, maybe five. That's that's it. I mean, on work nights, I would still drink it like at my minimum, at least like a bottle of wine, for example, at my, you know, lowest state. Other times it would be like a half bottle of scotch or a full bottle or more on non work nights, you know, so it's uh, it it's crazy. I didn't really think much of it,
0: but, uh, you know. Uh, no, that's, yeah, at 14, amazing. And, like, with the study then for being a pharmacist, how many years does it take? And also, how did you manage to actually qualify when you were kind of, <laughs> you know, drinking so heavily? Yeah, that's,
1: I think the good thing about me that, like, helped me not get like too lost and like attached to all of that stuff is I just never really fucking believed or thought much of what I was getting from school. I always like, was just like this is fucking pointless, you know, now I see how it really was like, you're not going to learn anything about life or, you know, money or anything really um, useful. Right. Cause in any of that, which that's a whole nother conversation we can get into, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. I think I was just I was always very good at that sort of stuff I mean I don't know I pick up stuff very quickly uh, very good memory I guess before I destroyed it no it's actually come back though like it's like I regenerated it I used to say I have a terrible memory because I've been drinking so much all these years and now it's like my memory's like on point again it's crazy but yeah I don't know I mean I just I did the very minimum all the way through college as well I mean school was very easy seemed very pointless I guess I'm lucky in that you know I was able to learn and retain things very easily and quickly i never did anything outside of school or in college um yeah i always only crammed before the night before exams i mean i wouldn't even go to class or labs if i didn't have to like so i'm surprised i made it through college that's for sure (laughs) barely did
0: and how many years study is it
1: oh six years yeah full if you do it full-time six years like 17 18 hours a semester or whatever if you do it full-time and you can do it in six years but yeah minimum
0: and what exactly subjects are you like covering every single thing? So for those that wouldn't know, like what exactly are you covering in this? Uh, yeah,
1: it starts with a lot of science and then it moves more into pharmacology and therapeutics. It's it's very similar to med school. It's just there's a lot more focus on pharmacology and, you know, drugs.
0: <laughs> That's the main difference. But yeah, it starts with uh, I, chemistry, moves more to that. And what percentage of your studies did you do for natural uh medicine
1: oh man there's nothing there's nothing about that there's nothing about nutrition there's nothing about how to be healthy there's nothing about healing I mean you never even heard of this stuff a lot of it there's a lot of stuff that's actually like you it's just given to you like you have to accept it without any explanation or detail um into it like certain pharmaceuticals that maybe I won't mention
0: (laughs) and like is there a kind of continuous study requirement then to keep you up to date, or is it like once you've you're qualified, you're qualified, and it's like off you go and just sell our drugs?
1: Yeah, yeah. Technically there is. You do like depending on the state, like different requirements, but it's called continuing education. So yeah, I mean it's it's very minimal. I mean, you don't really actually have to do any of it either. You just have to make it seem like you completed it or learned something, right? Like 20 or 30 hours, depending on the situation in the state. It's you know, the, the interesting thing though, and I never would have thought about it at the time, is you know, people gotta realize this. I mean, all of this, all of my education is funded by pharmaceutical companies, which, of course, don't have anybody's best interest in mind. They're interested in profit, right? So if people are healthy and getting better, they're not going to profit. And they're actually literally the ones funding the education and funding the continuing education, all of it. So it's like you're literally getting all of your information from a company for profit that benefits off of you buying petroleum-based chemicals to suppress your symptoms when you're unwell, like... The pharmaceutical paradigm, like, come on, like, if you really think about it, it's like, why do you think anything in the system would be designed to help you, right? Why do you just trust that somebody that was trained by that system can help you? Right?
0: So it's it's very interesting. And in, especially for America, I hear so many people with going into big debt with education, because for some reason, they give them massive loans, and then they, they pay it back over a certain period but like some people they don't get into the right job or whatever and even when they go to draw their pension they're taking it and if you declare bankruptcy apparently you can't even get out of the student debt loan which is kind of strange
1: yeah that's i mean i still have student debt i mean i graduated in 2010 i worked for like seven years you know, and paid my loans in full, those full seven years. I mean, I still got over 60 grand in student debt. And how much, to, like how today. much
0: did it cost you to get? What? Well, like, how much did they give you over at the start? Like, what did you have? What was the original amount?
1: Oh, what did I borrow? That's hard to say. Probably like 250 or something.
0: Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's insane when you think of it. You know, oh, it's yeah, a, it's absolutely insane. You come out of school with a debt of, like, what you could buy a house with.
1: Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. And, you know, obviously after I kind of went on my own journey, I started realizing, holy shit, that is all completely useless information as far as like, it doesn't have anything to do with being healthy or, you know, how to be well or heal. You can't even say heal. It's not a thing. The only thing that's allowed to cure or heal are pharmaceuticals, literally. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's crazy. I mean, but yeah, it's around. uh
1: yeah. I want to see interest
0: green? rate then, because I mean you've been paying it oh. back and then you like is it a high interest rate or what, what what's the rate? Yeah, the rate? I
1: mean I think it's pretty in line with uh other things. I think it was a lot better back then. Um I don't even know where I'm at now actually. That's a good question is That's it variable or is
0: it fixed like when you kind of can camp- oh yeah you have
1: options for that i mean you can well i think at first it's all government subsidized and then when you refinance into private to get a better interest rate you can choose fixed or variables so it's like all ends like i refinanced into into um private lending because i to get a better rate although i think they were like given a bunch of breaks if you were still a government funded loan here recently or something so if i would have stayed with that maybe it would have been better could have got out of some of that but whatever doesn't matter I mean it's just money like it's like it's the craziest thing like we have to like have it you know we have to make it it's like an energy exchange and we're like but at the same time it's like you know the I'm going to make more I don't care about my student loans right now I I have a clear path and mission to make a huge impact in people's lives and you know I know that like you have to have an exchange for that as well so it's just a matter of doing the right things Mm -hmm. and providing the more value I can provide, the better and the further that'll take me. So anyway,
0: I <laughs> like because I mean, we're well aware of the doctors getting the kickbacks from big pharma. Are they doing the same with the pharmacists?
1: Well, no, because you can't really do a whole lot there. I mean, they do try to come by. The pharmaceutical reps do try to come by to get us to kind of maybe recommend their stuff to doctors, but it's not as much, not near as much because we're not the ones prescribing it. I mean, for the most part. Very rarely are we ever prescribing new things. I mean, if anything, as a clinical or in collaboration, you would like adjust like regimens and stuff, but not not necessarily diagnose and prescribe the initial, right? So of course their focus is on the doctors because the doctors obviously are the ones diagnosing and choosing the treatment plan, which is essentially in modern medicine, all about pharmaceuticals, isn't it? (laughs) Don't worry about... Don't even don't ask any questions about why you are unwell or why you have these symptoms or how you can get well. We're healing that or being cured, nothing like that. We can suppress them with chemicals, though.
0: <laughs> and, like the strange thing is, I mean, because like, I saw it even with my parents, you know, like kind of blood pressure tablets. It's like get a patient for life. But I mean, yeah. like with the years you were there, you must have probably seen a few trends where they're pushing for different things, and you know that. Oh yeah, these people are going to be taking this product for. Well, till they get their next kind of kidney failure or whatever for the next magic pill.
1: Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, I used to even say things before I even began my journey. It's like people would ask me questions that were like seriously, actually interested and concerned. Uh, not very, not very often. Like about how to actually like they wanted help, and I would be like, well, I maybe I mean the, the drugs aren't gonna help you obviously <laughs> and I didn't really know how true it was at the time I was <laughs> just like I would say stuff like that because I would like I said I was always very rebellious and never really believed much in anything I was learning in school or anywhere so yeah I don't know it's like oh yeah after over time like I was on antidepressants I was on you know anxiolytics the volume and uh you know I was just continuing to get worse right it's like over a 10-year period i I just started realizing, I was like, I just kept getting worse. And I realized, holy shit, all of my patients are continuing to get worse. Nobody's getting better. And the only people that are getting better are the people that came in for maybe like an acute reason, right? Like an infection or something, right? Something very small or something that resolved, yeah, you know, something acute that didn't continue. And then, yeah, they, uh, they're they the only people that I've ever met that actually would be well, right? People that did not continue this thing. So that was a big part of it too. I was just kind of like, yeah, this doesn't make sense. Um something's not right. I gotta I gotta get out of here. I'm not I'm not sure what's going on, but I can't keep living like this. I'm going to keel over and die. And absolutely nothing makes sense anymore. So that's kind
0: of and I mean like if you look at because we know big pharma it's all about the money. But even if you look at say, you know, like if if you're in working for in a place as a pharmacist or you've got your own place and if you look in general not you specifically like a lot of the time they're looking at their bottom line they're trying to earn as much as possible so if somebody comes in and say they've got xyz and you know how to cure it without doing anything you know like garlic in a bucket or something like that you're not going to say because they they'll be selling the the next pill that they'll be buying for hopefully continuously because you will be earning from it which is You know, it's a sickness industry spread across.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, I didn't realize I was indoctrinated into it. Like I was just like, you know, I mean, and we all are, I mean, even if you're not in healthcare, you're just like, this is the way it is. This is medicine. Right. And you're like, you don't really ever think much about it. Right. You just, cause it's in our nature to trust, right. Human nature to trust, right. That people would not do us wrong or, or, you know, lead us the wrong way and, and we don't and people don't realize that you know information is so highly controlled right and anybody speaking against that is uh you know completely censored so it's crazy man but yeah that's uh that's their approach i mean like now you know i'm i'm, I'm still seeing customers and patients and every once in a while you know from time to time somebody will be like actually asking questions or looking for like they actually want help now tell them straight up like Straight up. And I know like the other people that are around, if they're they're when they're listening to me, they're like, Jesus Christ, i like, what this what is this guy talking about? You know? <laughs> and I'll tell them what's up. I'll be like, I'll tell them about the breath work and and how that helps. And, you know, I'll I'll tell them about just simple things like um, you know, getting sun and being connected to the earth, like very, very simple things that are we've actually used science to prove that it is actually the strongest anti-inflammatory in the me the best medicine that just the earth and the sun such a simple thing but
0: they can't put a a patent on that so that's why they're not promoting that thing
1: yeah of course i mean they they probably tried to make a synthetic version of it and in some way (laughs) they're probably trying because they know it would work if they could get it to but uh yeah it's it's so simple actually but it's just you know it's just you know the stress of modern life like our sympathetic nervous system is just turned on by everything about modern society and people don't realize it, that they're just living in that sympathetic state 24-7. And that's, without getting out of that, you can't, your body can't heal and regenerate. So, I mean, that's that's all it is. I mean, that's essentially why everybody gets unwell. I mean, and then there's all the different forms of toxicity that uh, lead to all kinds of interesting things. You know, that's that's all you need to know.
0: <laughs> exactly. And like, because <laughs> with the breath work, because we've realized we've been mutual friend and you happen to have a meeting with uh, Niraj, and who was actually on my third episode. So for those listening, I'd recommend go back and actually listening to it. But it might just touch on the breathwork for those that aren't familiar, because you now you've kind of studied with him as well. You would know a lot more.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's powerful stuff. Like it's, um, I I think of it and call it the X factor. Like I was when I was telling my story, and what he's talking about is is Niraj is like another pharmacist who had healed himself over many years from actually really severe irritable bowel disease, like bedridden for 10 months, like really bad, like stuff. Like I was a big part of his healing journey, you know, just that and like lost room and, you know, proper meditation, just better fuel, less stress. It's the breathwork though. Like he just kind of used like all of the ancient breathwork techniques that kind of were proven by science and like, a yogi swami friend of his that kind of like helped him learn he just kind of used all of that and combined all of that um and used that to heal himself and now he, he ended up teaching that and that was one of the first people he taught it um how we met like i said was very synchronistic just super crazy story you can't like it's just crazy like how we our paths crossed and uh you know that's what doing the breath work is what took me very deep into a meditative state you know and then over the next year that's you know that's when i knew i had to start over i had to heal heal myself. I had to figure this out, right? And over the next year, I mean, I just I got off meds like immediately, just because I was using different breathwork techniques and like throughout the day, I would be consciously controlling my breath and correcting it. Over time, like over a year, I mean, it was like completely corrected. You know, I would use a lot of the breathwork meditations too, a lot of the breath holds to kind of what I call now is retrain my stress response, which seems very obvious that it's actually working. I even took a couple years off here just recently. I just started back up a couple months ago. Cause I was just kind of like waiting. I was like, surely like it's got to start coming back somewhere in some level. And so I started doing more aggressive workout routine to see if it, what would happen there. And after a couple of years, it finally started coming back. So I'm doing the breath work again. And I noticed it changed just immediately. Like the next day, much less of that sort of attack of anxiety when I'm really pushing myself. Mm-hmm. Um, is coming right, and so then, a couple months into it now it's like it's completely non-existent again, and it was severe. I'm saying like it came back severely because I stopped doing that, and I essentially went back through all of the steps of modern life I, I worked nights serving tables, long hours stressful for a year, you know now I'm back in pharmacy, like I'm doing all of the things consciously now, sober, and I wanted to see what would happen, so yeah, anyway that's a very interesting part of it like that's why I call it the x factor because it's like I had to prove to myself that it actually is that powerful, and it really is like. There's so many reasons why the different techniques and how we he combined in them and how I combine them is extremely powerful, right? Turning the stress response off through extended exhalations and correcting the breathing into a more deep into the nose. Like, so you're actually like breathing deeply rather than shallowly in the chest because that just turns on the stress response or the sympathetic, right? The opposite deeper into the parasympathetic, which is the healing state. Like That's where you have, your body has to get to you if you ever want to heal or regenerate. So, I mean, that's the, that's the gist of it, right? Like given to you very quickly, it's correcting your breathing, not breathing shallowly, right? Turning that stress response off. Right. And you can use the breath, like I said, to retrain the stress response with breath holds. Right. So for people like me or some, anybody really like actually anything, but especially like anxiety though, like it's so obvious, like how effective it is and actually rather quickly. It's, it's crazy.
0: It's powerful. And uh, I'm currently reading uh, Wim Hof's book, The Iceman. And I actually met him. I did an ice bat. I think it was in Jamaica, so that was a bit easier getting out of the water there. But like he's talking about different clients that he had, like that MS, multiple sclerosis, uh, Lyme disease, arthritis, and they're perfect after. And like you know, someone that couldn't barely walk was going to give up his job, and he got him to do you know uh, forty push-ups after doing a breathwork session. So yeah. like the, the ideal scenario would be actually going to a hospital and just get get everybody to start doing breathwork, but unfortunately, it's like yeah they 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 hide the information and I mean like talking about the censorship. I mean I'm well used to the censorship. I've been kicked off so many things, but uh, <laughs> like even I remember talking to Nairaj because I had printed um a book exposing fraud and corruption. And I got really? it out to a lot of people and he was actually one of them without publishing it, but just getting it there and loads of the information disappeared. But he was saying when I was talking to him the last time, like loads, all the good information is wiped off so you can't yeah. find. So even though I was saying, okay, the world's after waking up after the last three years of craziness, I will get it out now. And it's like, I have to practically rewrite it because I didn't want to give too much information, but I was giving it, you know, a link to where the source was and most of it's gone and talking to a lot of doctors that I know in neuropathic doctors and everything all gone and that I mean especially for yourself like, like when you see doctors that are actually coming out exposing everything and they are shadow banned or they're threatened or they're actually their license is taken off them you're going what is going on
1: yeah that's that's crazy I didn't realize it was like it was so bad You know, I knew it was bad, but that was that was what really opened my eyes, because I mean, at the beginning COVID, I was like trying to share just like factual things that would help people stop becoming hysterical so easily, because clearly from the very beginning, you know, it's the same plan and the same blueprint they've actually tried many times in the past, just on a much larger scale. I already figured that out before COVID started, like in the previous year. But then, when I started to share it, just full on banning, like very quickly, right? And I'm talking about like factual information, that, that even like you could find, <laughs> like on government websites at the time, like, or just like simple things. And yeah, I mean, that's the next thing I know, I'm getting banned, like full on banned for like 30 days at a time, and I'm still like highly censored today, um, shadow banned, you know i can tell how it changes especially now that i'm doing content more consistently sharing things but yeah it's crazy like how quickly the information disappears how good they are at containing it and wiping it and controlling it it's it's disturbing it really is it's like wow like you know when people talk about you know being in the matrix or something it's like there really is a fucking matrix man like your thought is being controlled because of the information you are able to access is being controlled. And of course that influences how you think and believe, you know, you should be how life is and all of these things, right. Whether they're not, there's something wrong with you. You're this flawed human being, right. Something like this, like all the things, all the things It's, it's really crazy, man. It's hard to wrap your head around it. You know, I couldn't have imagined it was that bad, you know, but I mean, you know, greed or whatever, like unchecked, like greed, like, you know, there's, you can't satiate it. So people that have been accruing, you know, complete control and power and wealth over these things from oil to pharmaceuticals to, you know, governments and, and essentially yeah. all of that. I mean, it's, it's, it's all like comes from essentially pharma now, but it's like, you can't like it's power it's control next. Like they already have all of that. Right. So it's obviously it moves into complete control now. Right. They're not conscious people that are doing it. They're not aware of what they're doing. It's can't, but they can't satiate that. So they're just going to keep going. It's just going to keep going. And the point is that, like, it's like it's crazy how far it's really gotten, though, right, in the last couple hundred years. Or, you know, I mean, we can talk about how it's maybe evolved over thousands of years, but really, especially in the last couple hundred years,
0: you know, it's crazy. Yeah. And like with the social media. How it's done is like if your belief system is different to mine, you will just see just that. And like you yeah. can't understand what I don't why don't I don't have the same belief system as you, and it's like they're tricking everybody, but because they'll never show me all this stuff because and the same with yourself, because we're awake, yeah, and yeah. it's not gonna work on us. But yeah. unfortunately, they just kind of constantly bombard those that believe. And that's why they just get convinced in that we're wrong and we're the nutjobs and we have to get the old tinfoil hats out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, of
1: course. Yeah. I mean, the propaganda works very well. And essentially, that's all that's ever on the TV. Right. It's people don't realize that it's all propaganda, which is also hard to wrap your head around. Right. It's like, wait a minute, there's not any factual, unbiased information on the TV that I've been watching my entire life. No, you've been programmed. We all have. <laughs> and it's, uh it's crazy. It's, it's really hard to wrap your head around. Right. Um, You know, and the propaganda works so well, right. It creates this, uh this dissonance, this cognitive dissonance is, I think the main idea, right. Cause it's like, if somebody presents an idea to you that makes you question your whole entire reality, right. Your ability to think logically completely shuts down. So, and that's why propaganda is so effective as well. Cause it's, just adds to that, right? Because it really strongly instills all of these sort of like beliefs that people are unaware of about, you know, others or questioning things or whatever. Like, with the, with, you know, without realizing it, they're using essentially the fear of death or the fear of exclusion being excluded, right? Against us. They're using our own psychology against us. That's why it's so effective, right? So, and people aren't.
0: Like most people are not just like ready to all of a sudden just question their entire reality, right? That's like complete. But I think the ego gets in the way as well, because sometimes yeah. people kind of realize it, but it's like, for example, if it was me and I decide, it's like basically saying, hey, I've been wrong for the last three years. Most people can't do that. Like, and they, right. they, they, they then they stick with the narrative. Instead of kind of just saying, yeah, I mean, there's been times I've changed my mind on something. I have no problem with that. If I had a belief system and then I kind of de- go down a rabbit hole and go, whoa, whoa, why is it like that? I have no problem changing because, yeah, based on new information that I've got. But unfortunately, it looks like a lot of people can't do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a big part of it, you know, too. You know, that's, uh, you know, ego and identity, Right ego death like your entire identity is threatened right when uh, something is presented to you that contradicts a deeply held belief right so that's we're talking about the distance so all the logical thinking is gone and it's like it's something about i always say too about the suffering right it's like you know if you're relatively positive or doing relatively okay and doing decent like you don't have any question any reason to question anything right so you're not so people don't question anything right? So there's something about like the suffering has to build enough to where you're like, wait a minute, like, does this really make sense? Like what makes someone actually start to open their mind, right? Because I mean, most of my life, I was like, very, like, I would say closed minded, like, like a a realist, or something I would call myself, I think, like, this is just how it is. And I just, I know that, obviously, (laughs) you know, and like, I never really thought it much about it. So it's, you know, it's like, it's something about the suffering, like mine was a buildup, right? A buildup, a time of, but it's can be simple things like, or st- I'm not simple, but like quick things too, but yeah, I mean, it's like, how does one go from, well, it's, I mean, I think a lot of us are undeveloped as well. I was anyways, I hadn't really gone through like adult stages of development fully at all. Right. So there's a lot of things that keep us sort of in this sort of weak state, um, undeveloped state. Right. Really, the only way to actually develop and learn anything useful, which is so important, is to to self-educate. Right. Is to figure it out yourself, like read books. Right. Because obviously, you know, we're not going to get any of that from and, anywhere else. And cause... even
0: at that, it's like there's ones that I, I I hear somebody recommending a book. You can't get them. They're actually even removing the books that it's even oh, very yeah, difficult well. to get the ones <laughs> that we need to hear. And just curious, with like when you were in your circle, whether in studying or afterwards, like it's like say Smithko Glasgow Smithline, they had one bit three billion fine. I don't know what their total number is of art. It's a whole lot of them They've all been like, did you ever go? We're actually <laughs> We're drug dealers for these guys that just keep getting yeah. caught. You know, it's like, what's going on here? Like?
1: Yeah, that's, a, I mean, that's a crazy thing. It's, it's really hard to wrap my head around it still today. Like, you know, because like, you just don't ever really think much of it. You don't put two and two together because it's like, you know, like I said, it's in our, it's in our nature to trust. So it's like to imagine that uh, these pharmaceutical companies um have like, actually don't have like uh, (laughs) our best interests in mind aren't actually trying to help us it's like it just never crossed my mind like that they could actually be like that i just thought they were doing the best that they could right because it's like it's this complete indoctrination right it's and it's not just me or healthcare professionals it's society it's a religion we don't realize it's a religion because it's not something you can question right it's something that you've been we have all been indoctrinated into to believe right? The pharmaceutical paradigm. It's a religion. It's a belief. It's not based on anything actually like scientifically proven in a unbiased way. That's actually been allowed to be questioned or anything. So it's like, it is, you have to, people have to realize that you have been indoctrinated into a religion that you are completely unaware of. And like I said, I could not imagine it. I never would have even thought anything about it. When these big lawsuits come up from time to time, it didn't even cross my mind that like, Oh, like, Wait a minute, you know, or like the the fact that they're these pharmaceutical companies are actually the ones funding the the healthcare education in all ways. All of it. I'm like that. Never. I never realized that or would have thought about that or it wouldn't even if I did. If somebody told me that, I'd be like, what's your point? Was, of course. what what does that matter? Like, you know, like this. <laughs> That's, a, I mean, it's a mind fuck, isn't it? All a mind fuck, like right. every, I mean, everything's a complete and, paradox, it's endless paradox. Like
0: the fact that there's no liability as well. So, like, if they give you a poison dart and you get straight away a keel over or you get you know disabled, yeah, that's on you. There's no liability. So, that's like just the best business in the world, like. Eh? how could anybody, I mean, obviously we know the big kickbacks and everything, they've been lobbied and like, unfortunately those in power don't serve us. They serve themselves. And all you have to do is look at their, uh, you know, their bank accounts. Like, you know, and to, yeah. we, when you see, is it Pelosi's uh, husband doing better than uh, Warren Buffett? Are you kind of go, Hey, yeah. <laughs> you know, doing they, what exactly? <laughs> yeah, trading. Yeah. yeah, You know, it's like, yeah. yeah well, how could how, he be doing better and, though? He hasn't done yeah, anything. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh I mean, it's really crazy because it's like, oh, I was gonna say,
0: I lost it. But so while you're taking, like, you basically, I, I mean, it took a lot of balls to be honest with you, because you, I mean, you're probably under a, well over a hundred k doing a pharmacist. Walking away from that, you know that's. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> but I think you would, you know, like when you look at it and kind of see where you've been. To kind of, it was probably the best decision of your life.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I felt, I felt like I didn't have any choice. Like it was like every cell in my body was like, I mean, you can't go back to that right now. You got to start over, or you're just gonna end up right where you were. Like, you don't have a choice. Like, I just knew that. Like, of course, at the same time, it was like, I mean, I, am I fucking crazy? Like, am I really gonna just quit my job and fucking start over? What does that, what does that look like? I had no idea what I was getting myself into. But, you know, that's a big part of it, too. You know, I'd suffered enough to where I'd really, like, woke up and I was like, enough's enough. Like, I have to, I have to start, I have to figure something out. Like, there's got to be more life. I have to, I can't, I don't have to be this way, do I? Right? So, like I said, when I went deep into that state, like, a week after I left the country, I was like, I just, I don't know why I knew, but I knew, you know, so... Luckily I committed to that and I didn't give up and I still haven't given up and I never will. But, uh, yeah, that was crazy. I was making over 140 grand a year actually managing a pharmacy. So yeah, I mean, you know, and then what little bit of 401k I had, I, and tiny savings, I lived off of for the next three years and until I hit completely rock bottom financially and then finally went back to work. Um, Went back through the old processes, started serving tables like I did when I was really young. Now I'm back in the pharmacy, um, doing compounding at least, uh, trying to get a little bit better aspect of it just to pay the bills. And just and... for
0: those that don't know, compounding is actually making the product yeah that you're making, like the yeah. prescriptions. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Luckily, a big part of what we do is uh, the hormone, natural hormone replacement. So it's more bioidentical. So it's actually a useful thing because our hormones get so out of whack because of all of the toxicities and stuff that have arisen um, over the years. So there is actually a useful aspect of it, what I'm doing now. And that's good. I suppose that's good. It's better than nothing. I mean,
0: I, I've always had like, it's like there's a lot of it I don't like, but I know that if I got hit by a bus in the morning, I wouldn't want somebody doing acupuncture on me or a chiropractor or something <laughs> like that. There's times we need it, but like yeah. I'm always trying to look for solution base. And like what yeah. I was thinking is, we have a health system that you pay when you're like you're paying monthly but when you're sick you don't pay
1: yeah
0: you know that an alternative because we can't compete with them because they've got unlimited budgets but if you set up something that is like okay because obviously you need to pay for the people working there whatever products but if like if somebody goes in and they've got something and you know naturally okay just do this you know and you're curing them and they're sorted then the payments continue again. Obviously, it's a model based on kind of honesty as well. But something yeah. like that, rather than the patient for life, tox- toxins going into the body and just you know, downward spiral.
1: Yeah, I mean, of course, that would be ideal if we could do that. And it's just, I don't think you can, you can't do it in the current system, though it has to be like more, like you have to create it on our own. Like, I don't think you can, fix or incorporate that into a system that's, you know, funded by different interests. Right. It's just, I don't see how that's possible, but of course there's all kinds of, I've had all kinds of ideas and seen all kinds of like ways we could like do all that. You know, it's like, yeah, the potential is great. Like, because all you really need is, you know, people actually teaching, sharing and guiding people through how to be healthy. Right. Um, And how to actually, Continue to figure out what are the underlying, you know, conditions that are causing you to be unwell, right? So yeah, it's possible we can do it, but it has to be like, uh, yeah. I mean, you have to create it independently of, I mean, the current healthcare system. You can't, you can't change something that that's that's that big and that strong. I mean, it's there's no way to change it. I mean, everybody, of course, is trying to do the best they can. That's in it, but
0: how much good can you really do? Like. And the the, the worst thing as well is there's a lot of people that actually realize how shit the whole thing is, but they can't walk away because they've got massive mortgages. They have children. So they have to put food on the table and a roof over their head. And it's like, if you come out and start fighting against this, it's like, you're gone. And there's a big black mark against it. So your whole training qualifications, you can't exactly like say you're a nurse or a doctor. It's like, yeah, yeah, start a new career which a lot of people haven't got the position to do that
1: yeah that's that's a big part of it too and you know i know i mean i did it anyway i was like i don't don't care (laughs) i don't care i don't it's not useful i was like it's i had to figure it out it just didn't make sense to me anymore so yeah it's it's good it's better to just find you you know how you can like if people actually start doing the work on themselves I, i always get to this is always the end conclusion that i come to it's like well you don't actually need to change any of the things you can't control what you need to do is change yourself your own perception and your own level of consciousness your own everything like if you do the real work on yourself make the unconscious conscious heal yourself save yourself that's the it doesn't even you don't have to fucking give anybody the words or the explanation just by being better like at a higher level of consciousness or frequency or a vibration whatever you want to call it like your state of being is what you're sharing with every single person you interact with and come across so it doesn't have to be that you have to teach them but the better like so that's it that's it if each one of us does that real work on ourselves continues to every single day continue to become conscious of our own unconscious shit and fucking heal that shit and you know continue to progress and you know, like I said, raise our own level of consciousness, whatever. That's, that's, that's it. What else can you do? Right. Cause it's so easy to get focused on like, you know, all the things you can't control. Right. So there's no other way. Like how, what else can you do? Like I can get lost in that. Like we can get lost in that fighting. And it. Right? Even just a just... thought
0: process can create right. illness by just the frequency. So it's yeah. like, you know, don't be angry over it. Huh?
1: right i mean you can't fight anything really i mean anything you try to fight or resist just gives it energy and makes it stronger right so it's like and it's very ingrained into us to do that anyway like we are always resisting everything always i catch myself all the time resisting what is like why is this person like that stop being a little bitch why are you so fucking incompetent you know i'm like and then i'm like man i'm like how do how can i change here like how can i be better it's like fuck me. I was like, this is some really strong stuff. It's it's hard, right? It's like you catch yourself, but I mean, we're living in resistance all the time when we really should be living in you know acceptance and gratitude and unconditional love, right, of one another and of ourselves and others. And it's it's hard to get there, but that's the that's the work. That's why you got to do it every day. That's why you got to rather than just you know, um, what is it like replaying or or what, rather than acting out all of your Condition patterns of behavior, like you have to do something every morning. You have to every. I think every single person needs to get dialed in on what works best for them as far as a morning routine. How they actually like can you know set themselves up for you know a better day, right? To get themselves in that a better state, right? Mm. I think it's, uh... we all
0: have to make decisions as well. What we deep down know, because. The author, uh, who, Tom Cohn, the medical doctor, he was on our show. We done done lighting. And what he was saying is when he was training, they went around pharmacy, given all the stethoscopes and he refused to take it because he knew it was an ethical bribe, like, you know, they were giving them, they give him the bag of tools and like, even if you go, uh, I, I, I've questioned a few people in different countries about, and we talked about that actually prior to recording, but in Poland and Ireland, a few different places. How much did you study doing natural, and it's like, oh, maybe a few hours nothing. there's only one co- i I know if it's Albania, so there's one country they do a lot on it, but the rest of them do zero. so it's like you know just just to be asking yourself, is this correct? I know that nutrition is so important, and they're not talking about it, you know, know yourself,
1: yeah, yeah, that's I think that's a big part of it, just that general idea of knowing like, it's knowing thyself, like, right, becoming conscious of the unconscious, but it's like, rather than, right, continuing to trust and believe things you've, that we've unconsciously accepted and been given, like, we don't realize it, but, you know, we've trusted, because it's in our nature, that all of these things we believe and have thought are true, but it's once, you know, and that's what the real work is, it's actually redeveloping your ability to think critically, and actually trust yourself, rather than trying to, you don't realize you're doing it, but you're putting your trust in others that may not have your best interests in mind. And, you know, and we've all done that, like, and that's the real work, right? That's the awakening. It's actually realizing that, you know, you are not this weak little fucking creature that doesn't know anything. Like we all have this ability to access, you know, infinite intelligence or source or that inner wisdom, right? That connection that we've all experienced that have done any sort of real work or, tried these experiences and stuff you know you get to a point where you are actually like you can tell you like you're it's like you know people call it downloading whatever you can call it all kinds of crazy stuff but it's essentially when you get rid of all the conditioned behavior and you get out of that through action through different tools right um, you can actually start being more connected to your intuition and your gut and following that and then that you learn like just through by doing that and you start being able to distinguish more between what is like a conditioned or trauma sort of pattern or belief and what is actually your intuition or your gut or whatever you want to call it. Like then you learn to trust yourself over because you find that you're like, holy shit, like I should have just trusted. I should have just followed that. Man, I knew I, I knew something was off about that. I knew I should have done this. I knew I should have that. And as you like continue to, to reflect and do these things, I mean, that's how you learn to, relearn to trust yourself and actually start learning actual useful information about anything right be able to start thinking critically for yourself again right because that's all been conditioned right out of us so it takes some work it takes some effort you know a lot of people because of all of the conditioning you know don't think they can like that's a deeply held belief they don't realize they have that they're unable to right so that they're just how they are right Absolutely. you know and you can't and they can't imagine or experience it because it's not something they're aware of. So it's there's no way for them to actually be able to comprehend it because they can't experience it because they're so full of toxicity from all of the shit, right? I mean, it takes time to like let go of like all of that, right? Physical toxicity too, right? Because there's so much of that, right? To actually become healthy, right? To get because you can't like there is no connection. You can't have a connection when you've been over consuming for a whole time and numbing with alcohol or whatever drugs you know or eating all of this toxic food with all of this synthetic additives which most of us not even real food right so it takes time the body over a year or two years or three years after you actually start taking care of yourself and stop adding all this physical toxicity i mean i saw on my own journey it's very clear now it's like holy shit like that is like somehow that is really affecting things like i can't you know like your complete disconnection from self from the true self or your ability to even like see clearly like it completely disconnects us so that's the hardest thing right it's like we can talk our heads off about it but it's like the person on the other end even if it's like they're picking it up and it's like they're like resonating with them they're like i gotta do that i gotta do that will they actually do it they're never going to believe it until they experience it see it for themselves so it's like you know that's why it's important to to find people that have been through it and that's why i'm doing what i'm doing now is like because every time I hired somebody to help me like as a coach or a mentor or something, it took me so much faster. I was able to figure out shit so much faster than I was trying to figure out myself. Like, it's just, you can't see what you can't see. Like, so that's what I think. That's why I think it's all of our purposes to, you know, heal ourselves, save ourselves and then help others. Like, however that, however that looks for each of us, but that's essentially our purpose.
0: Definitely. And I always find that, uh, you know, for coaching, somebody that can relate to it you know you can relate to drinking or you can relate to depression anxiety and you've transformed it as well as your knowledge on the health base i think you can actually you know give a lot of value to the you know the people that work with you
1: yeah i mean i think so too i sure hope so no i know again it's just uh you know it's a matter of you know figuring out to do to best do that which is I guess what I've actually been really been working on the last few years or really the whole time is just, you know, figuring out how I can best actually help people with that. Because it's like even understanding or putting words to my own journey was very difficult at first, you know, understanding what was actually happening. And, uh, you know, and now it's like it's figuring out how to meet each person where they're at and what do they need the most, what will help them the most. So that's what I've been working on. But yeah, it's a it's a it's an amazing challenge, of course, as well
0: so mm-hmm. But I mean I love people that are helping others so listen thoroughly enjoyed our conversation Colton so you might let people know how can they find you
1: yeah sure so I just started uh, online sharing and uh, you can find me at truth prescribed it's actually truth under prescribed like on Instagram for example um, that's probably the best place as long as I don't get censored off of there. <laughs> I'm trying to not talk about the details of things. Cause I noticed even talking about healing and stuff in a way, seems to like get me like dinged out and not, not, uh, censored in some way. So yeah, add truth underscore prescribed, um, or sign up for my email list at truthprescribed.com, which I'll probably be starting up here down the road but most of it's just i'm just sharing daily like i'm sharing much value daily about what i do and um you know what works for me and then uh yeah just developing custom programs for other people to help them right to hold them accountable to also help them like with what how what would work best for them and what aspects
0: they need so yeah yeah perfect so i'll make sure i put the link spot on the audio on the video and if you do get censored you just right to me give me the new ones and i'll update the thing because people <laughs> will be listening constantly to it so thanks very much for that great conversation yeah man happy to do it uh it was a pleasure
1: so
0: that's all for the awakening podcast you'll find all our episodes on awakeningpodcast.org as mentioned where i and rumble not on youtube got kicked off that one and uh you'll find my podcasting coaching along with my four other podcast by that link forward slash podcaster be sure to give us a thumbs up Post are in, share with your friends. Really helps. Until next week, take care.